0: 360 is sponsored by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Beat writer for MLB.com, Adam Mccalvey our guest this morning. Adam, I did not see you when you were out in Washington on the Pentagon tour with some of the other guys. Were you not invited to that, or did you not make clearance, or what?
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks for pointing out I wasn't invited that much. Nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't very kind to me. I just wonder if maybe there was a security clearance issue.
1: No, no. Sadly, uh, I I just was not there. Trade deadline time is a little more, you know, I was sitting there watching for trades to pop and they were busy those couple of days. So I was writing, scrambling a lot to cover that.
0: Actually, speaking of waiting for trades to drop, we had uh, General Manager Matt Arnold on with us yesterday and he said, so the the trade deadline on Tuesday was 5 p.m. our time. He said at 3.59 p.m. his kid called him. To find out where we get, who was the guy we wanted for the White Sox? Oh, Eloy Jimenez. Yeah, yeah. He said, hey, did we get Jimenez? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, my kid's <laughs> calling me from his gizmo phone. I need a free line here, son.
1: Matt says he gets it from, you know, other dads and moms at Little League Games, in line for Starbucks. <laughs> You know everybody's got a trade idea look that's the beauty that's the fun part about the baseball trade deadline. Everybody's got an idea they want to do um It seems so easy, especially those of us who are in the fantasy football world. you know you get your you get your buddy that extra beer and then maybe he'll be willing to make a trade right it's It's a little more difficult when you're talking about actual players making millions of dollars when you try to trade them it's really It's actually really complicated to make a trade. Um, especially in, in the world now where so many team, there's so many playoff spots, so many teams in it, um, there's like just a handful of sellers. And by definition, if you're at the bottom of one of these divisions in a position to sell players, those players probably aren't the best players. So it's a, it's a very difficult time for a team now looking to acquire talent in general.
0: Adam, do players watch... The scoreboard. Do they watch? I mean, we got a lot of a lot of baseball left to play. Brewers now uh, up, yeah, uh, because the Reds have lost a few in a row here. But now come the Cubs. Do they sit and look at that every day, or is that really not on their radar?
1: Well, no, it's on their radar. You can't help it because it stares them right at and Milwaukee, literally right in the face. The out of town scoreboard is right behind the left fielder from Craig Council and the players' perspective. So Adrian Hauser talked about that a little last night. It's definitely the time where. They know, they're aware of the standings. I mean, MLB Network is on every television in every clubhouse. It's talked about all day long. These guys spend so much time hanging out, getting ready for games. They certainly are aware of what's happening with different teams, who's hurt, who's hot, uh, which team is making a move, which team is fading. Um, And, you know, I think those who say they're totally unaware are probably, uh, you know, telling a little fib. Uh, Adam, speaking of making a move, how surprised were you at the trade deadline that Matt Arnold and company dealt Luis Urias, who's been a, I wouldn't say a staple here in Milwaukee, but he's I mean he's been pretty clutch throughout his his tenure here in Milwaukee. How how uh, shocked were you, or maybe you weren't shocked, that the, they traded him to Boston? No, 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 totally shocked. And um, we were working on that Andrew Chafin trade for the left-hander who came in yesterday. And by the way, that guy looks like a brewer. Yeah, he does. Anyone <laughs> has um But but it was a it was it was oh wow you know I, I saw a message Urias got traded and that deal got put in as Matt Arnold told you the trade deadline was five o'clock Central that trade was literally put in MLB's system at four fifty nine so it was one that came together right at the end and look it's probably a good change of scenery type trade because Urias had really been struggling he hit a bunch of homers a couple of years ago he he. You know, he got pretty bulked up. He got strong. He really, I think, liked hitting homers. And he's had injuries since then. And the thing about him is he's 20. He just turned 26 years old in June. He's been in the big leagues for a long time because he got up so early with the Padres. But he could very easily be a good change of scenery guy. Here, with Bryce Tarang up uh, in the big leagues with uh, Andrew Monasterio, a, a, a little bit of a journeyman, but a rookie now for the Brewers, He's actually given him a lot on offense at yeah. a time where they really need some hits so he's above him on the depth chart they like brian anderson defensively and he's got a chance to turn things back around offensively now that he's off the il as of yesterday so if you think about that combination of players they're just urias was down the depth chart a little bit and he wasn't probably going to get a chance in milwaukee so they they made a trade to get a pitching prospect who the way Matt arnold told it uh they really like and he slotted in on our MLB pipeline list is the Brewers' 15th press prospect. So we'll see what, what that pitcher uh, becomes, and, and we'll see if uh, you know a fresh start for uh, WeCho they call him, Luis Urias, gets him going again.
0: Brewers beat writer for MLB.com, Adam McCalvey with us today. Brewers and Pirates once again at American Family Field 7 first pitch tonight. Thanks, Adam.
1: All right, we'll see if they score 14 again tonight.
0: Right, it's one nothing <laughs> tonight and we lose,
1: for sure. <laughs> it's baseball.
0: Right, thanks, my friend.